sure are. Here, here we are. The uh, the irony never ceases to amaze me that uh, we we did you know two podcasts a week while Pat was yeah. uh, gainfully employed and in yeah. D.C. several hundreds of miles away, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, and then he moves back into town and uh, has no job. No and, job. Uh, we don't podcast. No, it's, uh, no that's that's how how it goes. But, we had uh, scheduling conflicts for a little while there. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, Pat is employed. Again, you you you'd think nice. that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would think there was some grand story about why we uh, we disappeared for for three weeks there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Went on a little extended hiatus with uh the. Mentioning it on the website or telling anyone anything about the fact that we are going to go away and we just <laughs> went away. <laughs> yeah, you know, we figured we we left you on a high note. You know? Yeah, uh, I couldn't yeah. tell you what that high note was. Or what I don't we know. About last time, I, oh, it's been it's been months. No, <laughs> was it the Fourth of July? I don't even know. It could have been any number. I don't even things. know. Uh, but for the two of you that still listen to our show after <laughs> that, <laughs> f you. <laughs> <laughs> What what are we drinking tonight, Gator? Oh, I'm glad you asked. It's just like just like coming home. Exactly. This um this is an Ithaca beer company. Mm-hmm. Um, Second time we drank their beers. Yeah. Um, Excelsior, which I believe is sort of their you know, their high end right. offering. Their delicious bottles. Yeah, it's their their big beer it's series. A, they got the 750 milliliter. Yeah, it, it's format. called it's called Brute. I don't know, maybe it's Brute. It could be a little Roman thing going on, but it's it's a golden sour ale. I think it's a pun. Yeah, it could be. It could be a lot of things. Uh I'll read I'll read what the label tells me about the beer. It's brewed with a vintage of local hops, American barley, wheat and corn. It's a lot of grains there. It's a lot of grains. Uh, brute is fermented uh, on oak for many months with uh you have to help me out here. Bretonomyces. 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 Yeah. Then finished with a blend of uh, three champagne yeasts. I told her there was champagne yeast. You're right. You're right. And then there's some uh, enjoy the turbid citron hue, mature aroma, brash tartness, and dry quenching sparkle. It's definitely got that. I guess we could have told you our own little take on it. It's, uh, it's a little cloudy. It's very light. Definitely a gold turbid hue. Yeah, yeah. I guess pretty much nailed it. I don't know <laughs> they, how we can they, better they, that. They kind of nailed it. No, they they know what they were making. Yeah, but as you said, Bretonomyces yeast. That's a big part of the flavor there for me. That's really all I got in the nose. Yeah, no, but it, I'm a little it, stuffed up. But uh, it's that really through. you know sour, citrusy, horsey, distinctly Belgian thing that you get in the belgian sour beers and yeah. uh luckily now that we know what yeast is yeah. before which yeah. i always that always blows my mind when you think about those guys that were like oh okay i just uh i, I made this this sh- sugary grain based liquid and left it outside <laughs> for four days and uh, I wonder what happened to Be- it because there was nowhere else to put it yeah really. <laughs> right i just stick my finger on uh uh, you know that's pretty good. I think it's good. That's <laughs> pretty whoa. good. Let me get a couple more. Yeah, of those. All right. Whoa, whoa, things are happening. <laughs> I like I like what's going on here. That's kind of like I don't know if you read uh, there's a New York Times article about uh, our, our buddy Sam over at Dogfish Head. Yeah. And, uh, is it Cheechus? Cheechus? Yeah. The yeah, beer which, that they're making. I don't know how you pronounce it, but actually it's probably uh, I guess it's Cheechus Spanish. At any rate, well, it doesn't matter. But uh, basically, you chew corn. Yeah. Uh, corn kernels. Like yeah. Kind of ground up corn. Yep. But it's the saliva that that breaks it down. Yeah, that, you gotta uh, 
get starch conversion somehow. Yeah, and they get sugar going, but yeah. they didn't know that what was going on. They were just chewing stuff and spitting it. And trial and error. Putting it out there, but it's pretty Tri- interesting stuff. Trial and error. Yeah. But no, and it that's <laughs> it's a lot. My favorite one of these stories is cause every culture has one of like the trial and error, how they figured out if you do this, you know, beverages will ferment. Um, the Vikings used the same bro- wooden brewing stick to uh, to stir the beer every time. And that's how they got the consistent consistency because the same yeast uh, organisms were living on the yeah, stick. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's wood. It's wood it's, yeah. yeah. It's a piece of wood. They didn't have any ceiling stuff. You know, yeah. It wasn't stuff was living right. inside there. Yeah. And that's my favorite one because you'd never picture – I picture the Viking out there. You know, the Viking brewer would never be like, oh, I wonder what's causing this. You know, like maybe there's some tiny microorganism only <laughs> visible through a through some sort of device that could be causing this. Oh, oh no, Grandpa's brewing sticks magic. No, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's Loki and, uh, and the other right. gods from Valhalla, actually. Grandpa had a magic brewing stick, yeah. and that makes us make this you delicious pour, beverage. You just stir, stir the hot water up, and that's uh, it. voila. That's it. Yeah, that's good stuff. But anyway, this, this, beer we're this is – the Brettanomyces is kind of a different animal. Um, okay, it, it's, it's wild. It's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's not he's, not he's not domesticated. It's, it's uh, he, he's gone yeah. wild. Taking exactly. his top off. It's getting yeah. you know. It's drunk. It's uh, exactly. doing shots of tequila. It's and making some bad decisions. Yeah, making bad decisions. For but me. you know, bad decisions <laughs> when you're going wild, they they go really well sometimes. And you get that that you know you make the the beer nerds say words that sound awful, like you know, <laughs> mm, very sour, tart, sharp. Mm, yes. You know, nice acidic. Horsey, bready, yeasty, <laughs> barnyardy, <laughs> you know, funky things going on there. But you know, if you don't, if you don't know, if you don't drink beers like these, you should because they're delicious yeah. and they're not as intimidating as they look or sound. And this is this is yeah. a nice example. You know? Yeah, it's nice absolutely. and easy to appreciate, and it's, it's not it's unlike nice, yeah. not unlike a glass of champagne. Yeah, and it's it's a nice local beer. I mean, local. It's New yeah. York, but yeah. you know they're doing things. It's local not just Belgium it anymore. Didn't have to get on a boat. Yeah, that's always good. Local things. Mm. Local beer is fresh beer, so can't beat that. All right, tasty stuff though. Definitely. You know what I've been enjoying lately, which is uh, a completely other side. You know, imported beer, extra Guinness extra stout. But you got to drink what? it. Oh, I haven't heard of it. Yeah, you got to drink it room temperature though. <laughs> Right. That's what it's all about. Absolutely. But I like that stuff. In fact, uh, Irene's dad is a big Guinness fan. It's a classic. He, uh, I was taking him out to see uh, Dr. John and the Neville Brothers, which we can get into <laughs> in a little bit. But uh, they, they showed up with uh, a sixer of the Guinness Extra Stout at about you know one thirty two in the afternoon. Sure. I was like, oh, sure, I'll, uh, I'll drink one of those. But uh, he likes them at room temperature, which is, which is weird. To most people, is even the can say serve extra chilled, whatever. Right. But that's an outrage uh, that they put that on the on yeah. the bottle. Oh yeah, of extra definitely. Stout. Yeah. Definitely, but uh, it's good stuff. It's so it's like it's like a chocolate milk. It's weird, and I think it's better at room temperature than if it was cold too. Right. It has, it has a different consistency at that temperature. Definitely. And it doesn't really. It doesn't taste like a beer to me. It tastes. It's like it's full and it's hearty and it's you know it's yeah. it's almost like like a. It, like, a, like a milkshake, right. like a, you know, some kind of, some kind of chocolatey deliciousness. No, it, uh, it's, it's good stuff. 
it's a classic and it's its own version of the classic you know it, yeah. it, it is it is what it is it's it, it's like mcdonald's doesn't make the best hamburger on earth but they they make the mcdonald's hamburger oh yeah you know like that's what you, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is it's barely it's, it's the soy burger mostly yeah right, it's, right, not even, right. it's not even beef necessarily maybe not the most apt analogy you know, yeah, there, to, there's not, no one. No matter how good a stout anyone ever makes, it's not going to be a Guinness. And not to, not to bounce around a little bit here, but I don't know if you heard about uh, uh, the the fish sandwich, the, the <laughs> McFillet. Mc, whatever. I'm, I'm familiar it. with the McFillet. <laughs> Apparently, uh, it's you probably have no idea what kind of fish that actually is, and you're assuming it's. I don't want to know. <laughs> uh, but I just read an article about it's it's the hokey fish. Okay. Wh- whatever that is, right? Go on. Uh, I guess the major source of it is is off of New Zealand, okay. which is random. But seems like a little far to go to get the McFillet. <laughs> well, it's it's a bottom feeder, or not necessarily a bottom feeder, but it lives like it lives like half a mile below the surface. Yeah, it's it's an ugly, ugly fish. Oh, it grows to up yeah. to maybe like four feet long, so it's pretty big. Sure, you know it's got bulging eyes because it lives where it's pitch black, so, right? You know, trying to see whatever, and I guess. They thought it was going to be very sustainable. I guess there was another fish they used, which was the orange something or other, that didn't work so well. But this fish, you know, um, procreates quick, and it, it lives sure. long and this and that. Sure. But I guess they have they thought they could sustain it, and they had farms and stuff. But now they're finding out that they're the first – they were allowing, like, 275,000 tons of this fish to be harvested. <laughs> and now they've cut it down to, like, 100,000 tons, which – it's still a lot, still a lot of it's fish. Less than half of what they were doing before, but I guess it's running out, and they're finding that like you know prices might start rising for you know the the, the fillet sandwich. Oh god! And that's and that's like what everybody. It's like Long John Silver's. Everybody. Yeah, it's that's, just the cheap, that's your it's fish sandwich. Cheap fish yeah. sandwich. You get frozen fish, you right. know, from the grocer freezer. That's what you're getting. Some right. hokey shit that nobody's heard of. So we're running out of mystery fish. Is what yeah, you're trying to tell much. me? Yeah, pretty much. They're gonna move on to something else. You know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, but. Um, Back let's put that art. Let's put that article online. When you can. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That's good. Let's see if I can find that. And... Someday. Someday. Yeah. But yeah. Guinness Stout. Tough to beat. Two hundred and fifty years they've been going at it. That's a, that's kind of mind boggling. Yeah. Break it down. And that's funny because what do they have another uh, uh, eight hundred or seven hundred and fifty years left on their lease? Right. They have well, a thousand year lease or whatever yep. over there at Arthur yep. Guinness. They'll, they'll be giving short tours of the St. James Gate for yeah. for quite some time, I'm sure. It was a smart move on, on Arthur Guinness's part, I must say. Yeah. He seems to be a shrewd businessman. Real estate, real <laughs> estate knowledge, yeah. good, good. But uh, I guess they have the, the. Have you had the anniversary out yet, or the anniversary stout, or whatever they're calling yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. What do you think of that? Yeah, it, you know, it, they it, made they made Guinness fizzy. Yeah, like extra fizzy. To be blunt, they dumped it down for American college kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. I'll probably yeah. drink a million of them on St. Patrick's yeah, Day. Yeah, well, yeah. But, <laughs> You know, it's not it's not a bad beer. It's just yeah, I, I'd love them to do something more interesting yeah. for the 250, maybe for the 500th anniversary. Yeah. 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 You know, well, <laughs> <laughs> when when there's no more barley and hops left, it'll, it'll be all robots. Yeah, it's really uh, <laughs> all robot beer. Yeah, it's going to be an oil based. Uh, it'll be in pill form, actually. <laughs> yes. And pause for sipping of beers. Yeah. And switch topics. Uh, moving right along. <laughs> well, yeah, well, Doctor John and the Neville Brothers. I yeah, let's go there because I, I kind of, I kind of must have to press oh, you on man. that one. Um, you, you can't leave that without a story. So, 
I got some tickets, you know, to uh, to there, and uh, Irene's dad's a big fan of uh, Dr. John. He actually turned me on to Dr. John. If you're not familiar with him, check him out. He's he's uh, you know Mac Rebenack, the Night Tripper. He's uh, he's in the Last Waltz. Still some fantastic band, you know, New Orleans music. jazz funk fusion type of thing. Yeah. You, you'd recognize his voice. You know him. You know him you know and if you don't is. know him, you'll like him. Gator's right. And if the best part is if you hear listen to him talk, he's like, "Oh, Mac Rabinac, I'm not dribble, I'm not dribble, Mac." Uh, oh yeah, that guy. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not in the not dribble. Oh but, yeah. Uh, he was playing at the the House of Blues. I got some tickets. We uh, went and checked it out. Uh, I don't even been to the new House of Blues. Have not been by yet. It's um, the, it's a cool place because you can get right up there in front of the stage. Sure, you know, it's fine. Uh, there's a couple layers of seats, but we didn't actually. You had to get tickets for that and whatever else. And right. The, usually, the second layer is open to general admission, but it, it wasn't for some reason. I don't know why. Okay. But it, it's it's set back so you can, you can stand there. It's a cool. You're looking a little bit down on the stage. It's not that high up, but you're okay. decently far back. You're like past the sound guy, whatever. Sure. Third row is all seating, mm-hmm. pretty much. But. The only thing, like, all the staff, everybody was super nice. Like, the guy that was checking my ID at the door was like, oh, hey, how you doing? What's going on? And I'm like, <laughs> I was just like, uh, hi. Uh, like, I'm used hi. to a more, I'm sorry, I'm used to a more brief interaction yeah, with the I guy just, checking my like, ID. You know, you pat my cargo pants and grab my crotch yeah. and ask for my ID. Like, that's usually the interaction. You grunt and I move on. Yeah. And I talk, I'm like, oh, what do you think? Because it's next to family. Like, oh, what do you think this game's going to happen? It's going to rain. How you Actually, it's funny. What he said to me, he's like, he's like, I'm like, how you doing? He's like, oh, I'm great. And he's like, just trying to be big and strong like you. And I'm just like, what are you talking about? It was this weird, weird conversation. <laughs> that, that's like, do you ever get the uh, especially talkative toll booth guy? Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it's like the same guy. It's like, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm all right. A little hungover. I don't know. I got kind of pissed off at the Red Sox last night, and then my old lady was giving me a hard time. So I, like, you know, this is the only place I can get away from yeah. the old lady. Here's the toll booth. All right, I'm going to drive now. Uh, so, Here's a dollar and a quarter. So it's a dollar twenty-five. All right. A simple fine. Uh, have a nice yeah. day. Uh, uh, yeah. I was looking for a nod, but yeah. thank you. I was just looking. For, really, I was just looking for my change. You yeah. Didn't have to say yeah, anything. Right. I was, I was just going to tone you out anyway. They'll give you 18 seconds away of dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking assholes. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, anyway. But anyway, yeah. House of Blues. But, so we get ID'd when we walk in. You get a wristband. It's basically saying you're 21. But once you go inside, and it's funny because we got there kind of early. Mm-hmm. And um, we go up to the, to the bar. And, you know, it's like I go – I was trying to buy the first round, and Irene's dad's like, oh, I'm buying it. And it was me, Irene, and her mom, and, and, and dad. So it's a double date. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, I was paying <laughs> him back for the whole Cancun trip, which I've, you know, chronicled on the podcast. Yada, yada, really, yada. But, um, so we go up, and I'm like, you know, I'll get this. I'll get a you know, Jameson diet, and Irene's dad gets a Guinness. And sure. And we're getting drinks for the ladies. Sure. She's like, all right, let me see your IDs. And we're like – uh, in addition a, to I our wristband, like, they're like, "Yeah, checks and, and balances, my friend. Checks and, so and balances." Like, All right. So then we <laughs> show her an ID, and they're like, "Oh, well, you getting for it? We need two more IDs." And we're like, uh, "Uh, what? So you can only get one drink? Yeah, one drink, and you have to show your ID and one drink per wristband, yeah. which is stupid." Yeah. 
it's it's they're, they're losing it, it's, money. It's not like real big fish came to the House of Blues that night. It's Doctor right. John and the Neville Brothers. Yeah, could they not just make that a twenty-one plus show? The, 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 <laughs> like the, how how many how many twenty-year-old kids were like, oh shit, I can't go see Doctor John and the Neville Brothers tonight. That, that weren't there with parental guidance. You know, <laughs> yeah, like that exactly. Drag them exactly. And, like, the average age, not even including the performance on stage, was probably 58. because <laughs> yeah, they're not helping the average. <laughs> and I, me and Irene pulled it down pretty good. But, yeah. yeah. yeah but so, <laughs> and that just boggles my mind. And it's funny because I went up a couple more times. And I, at first I'm like, oh, do you guys want a drink? And I'm like, I, if you want a drink, I will gladly buy you a drink. But you have to come with me. Please. Like, all the way up there. But let's go to the bar and then. It, and it sucks because you know it's general admission standing room only, so you're gonna lose your spot. You can't yeah. buy a round for people. Yeah. Like you, you can't even. I couldn't even buy two drinks for myself if I just wanted two drinks. It's a clunky procedure. Granted, they have they have a beer lady that walks around with. Um, I think she had like there was like PBR tall boys, yeah, which is nice. Which is nice. But and like red catches catch and, can, but, but you can't yeah. get booze and you can't get a draft. Well, actually, they don't even have draft beer. It's all bottles no matter yeah. what. But. And they won't give you the bottle. They have to pour it into a glass. Oh, yeah. It tries to be a classy joint, which it kind of is, but, you know, Guar plays there, <laughs> you know, one night or something, and it's just like, what are you doing, you know? Yeah, right. But uh, the show. Guar was here on Wednesday. <laughs> the show was pretty. There's actually the other funny thing is there's a lady, I wish I could remember what her shirt said, but she was like the, the drink inspector lady like she would come by and check your id if she thought you were under 21 God. you know it was like it was, she was the man essentially yeah. you know, yeah. checking up on you buying drinks which you really couldn't do unless you wanted to go get a drink come back give it to your underage friend go buy another drink right come back right. and then buy another right. like you had to buy several drinks it's not like you could buy two and hand one off also blues is on their game though gotta say gotta give them that yeah granted it's the dr john concert <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're checking like senior citizen discounts. Right, or I don't right. Know, but, the early uh, bird special at fucking. Also, also crazy thing. There's a bathroom attendant. I was Didn't like, see that one coming. It's like I just want to pee and wash my hands. I don't. I'm not looking for conversation. I walk in and there's a guy standing there. I, I've never been in the House of Blues, and he goes, "Oh, yeah. hey, how you doing?" And at first, I'm like, "You, you couldn't possibly be talking. You don't. I don't know you. Why are you talking to me? I'm going. I'm <laughs> peeing right now. Don't talk to me." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" And I'm like. I'm, I'm good oh oh you're the bathroom attendant all right oh yeah okay and i go up hate and to I, be the bathroom attendant at the guar show yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's a shit shift yeah, right yeah, there you don't want that. no 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 pun intended and, you know, I, <laughs> oh fake feasties is always hysterical um but i, I go and i wash my hands and i like i don't like i'm not gonna tip you sir so yeah. I, like just I understand this is how you make your living, but go elsewhere. (laughs) Like I'm trying to get you know towels, and he already has three in his hand ready for me, and I'm like, "Uh, I'm still not tipping you, but okay. But here's the weird thing: he and it's 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 an African American gentleman, sure. And so I walk out, and the Neville Brothers are playing, sure. And um, so he's still the only black guy I've seen all night. (laughs) It's Doctor John, which is New Orleans. That's shocking. That's absolutely shocking. And Neville Brothers is you know. (laughs) Five, four black brothers, yeah, you know, yeah. and the whole band, you know, everybody. Right. And there's one black guy, and he's the bathroom attendant. Wow. And I was just like, wow, that's uh, that's Boston for you, actually. I, I mean, guess. That's what it comes yeah. Down to. I don't know, but that, that's mind-boggling. But I was like, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't even know. There was, I, I think there was one. Um, I think there was one guy showed up later. You, you know, dreadlocks. 
<laughs> Which well, sort of doesn't it's, fit either. It's, like, it's, it does, I don't even know. Well, no, it, the, the, the fact that th- there would be such a noticeable lack of brothers at the Neville Brothers concert. Yeah. Is, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And and I'm looking around because after I saw like, – I, I didn't realize it at first, and I'm like – and then I'm thinking, oh, bathroom attendant. Like, I had Pete again. I come back out. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, one, okay. Like, how, it shouldn't <laughs> be this hard to find I, two. I'm picturing that, like, occurring to you, like, song eight. They're like, wait a second. <laughs> Something's not right here. I'm confused now. This is, what is going on here? And it's mostly, and it's, like, there was this, these two girls, like, basically stood right in front of us. And, you know, probably 30-something mm-hmm. just talking to each other, not even paying attention. <laughs> oh. You know, clearly, you know, I don't know, like yuppie chicks. I don't right. even know, like you know, didn't don't even know who's on the stage. Yeah, just showed up for some right. reason. You know, my I mean, next it, question was going to be, who goes to this show? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and and oh, it was. Now that I'm, I'm, I'm sure that I'm sure it, the music was great. Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> fantastic yeah. yeah. Um, Doctor John, fucking phenomenal, played all, his, oh, all God. the good tunes. You know, uh, was it? Uh, I always forget if it's right place, wrong time, or wrong place, right time. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. And, you know, that's just, that's you I was know, pretty drunk. Hit. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, you know, there's there's so there's a lot of kind of businessy people. It looks yeah. like not not old, but probably in their thirties. Sure. There's a lot of the guy at, in the at the bar in a suit for no reason. Well, it's it's like ten o'clock at night on a Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But there's also. There's there's the dude who's decked out in like the the leisure suit with the hat, like, oh, you know, trying to yeah. be like seventies funk. Because if you if you've ever seen Doctor John, right, he looks like Darkwing Duck. Yeah, he was dressed as Darkwing Duck last. Yeah. He had a purple suit. <laughs> I suppose if there is a place to throw the leisure suit on, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And it's funny because strolling, twirling a cane, maybe. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That is the place to do it. Yeah, I had some Woot T-shirt on or something, yeah. know, like a pair of shorts. You know, not. It's exactly the rare dressed. occasion where Gator feels underdressed. Yeah. Really. <laughs> the uh, the other thing I, I always forget, and whenever you see Doctor John, you, you realize. Uh, I don't know if familiar with the Muppet Show. Oh yeah. So you uh, got am I familiar with the, the Muppet the Show? The Electric Mayhem Man, maybe oh, yeah. you know the the lead guy there. Doctor Teeth, yeah. So, you know, tickles the ivories. That Doctor John, well, the other Doctor Teeth is based on Doctor right, John. right. And until you see him, you're like, oh, of course he is. Oh yeah, like, right. Not yeah. A, there's not even any question in your mind yeah. after you see him. You're like, oh, that's that's, that's, that's an it. impression. That's yeah. that's all that yeah, is. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But um, so so all right. So there's the the kind of yuppie business people. You know, yep. there's the one black bathroom attendant. There's the guy all decked out. You know, there's the Louisiana t-shirts and whatnot from the yeah. people. You know who think they know who dr john is sure bought a t-shirt then to the side there's these like maybe 20 something girls dressed you know like hippie girls probably rolling on something (laughs) dancing just dancing in the corner just aggressive hippie dancing at a 20 a 20 girl hippie circle there's there's (laughs) two girls and they're just going crazy like not even dancing with each other just like you know, going oh, on. By oh, the themselves. hippie girl dance cannot be synced up to any other dancer. And, you know, it's like the flowing dress, <laughs> yeah. Whatever, and they're way off to the side. Yeah. You know, side of the stage by the exit, like plenty of room around. Yeah. Them, just dancing. <laughs> A rare indoor appearance just by the twirling dancing. hippie girl. And I, I'm like, <laughs> I, 
they can't have any idea who these people are on the stage. They're just hanging out. And the best move is that the really drunk sketchball, like, dude you might find on the corner yeah. goes over and tries to talk to them. Oh, yeah. And it's funny because this one guy has a beer, and he, like, offers the girl the beer, and she, like, takes a sip and then just goes back to dancing, yeah, yeah. completely, like, oh. disregarding him, and he's trying to dance oh. with her. The, the only thing better than the twirling hippie girl is the guy in the cargo shorts and the polo. Hey, oh, oh so what's your major? <laughs> Catching her, she spins around every time. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, no, it's a good show. <laughs> and it, and, and <laughs> he's just trying his hardest. And it, she's, he's probably... 30 years older than her like something like that you know he's he's old, he's got like the beard and he's you know he's just an old right. drunk at old, the show old drunk guy trying yeah. you know trying to charm the ladies and he moved and she like kind of is just sitting there doing nothing and then her friend like comes and saves her and dances with her yeah. and he finally leaves uh, just awkwardness all around them <laughs> but uh it's a good show though overall and and the best part is you know Aaron Neville comes on to sing with Dr. John. Nice. <laughs> and if you've ever seen two of them in the room together, Dr. John is this old, you know, white guy, deep voice. Yeah. Aaron Neville is this jacked black guy. Yeah. Also old, but age as well. Well, the, people people say talk about the Mike Tyson voice. No, Mike yeah. Tyson has the Aaron Neville yeah, voice. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. That's exactly like, it. Yeah. yeah. And, and his singing style is almost like uh, – who like it, it's he sings like like a William Shatner because he has the same cadence it's, but it's high pitched. It's it's, he, it's he, like a more drawn out high pitched Shatner. Yeah, and because he's singing, but he's kind of more like talking. Yeah, in in sections, and that's how that that's his singing. And I don't think I ever realized it until I saw him on stage. I'm just like, wow, that's. Yeah. And he and he's he's cut too, and he's wearing this like tiny T-shirt. But he's also got to be sixty, you know, like right. he's an older guy, right? And then he's and when he comes on stage, it's it's the I think it's four, right? Four brothers. Yeah, I think there's four, but there's I, he. I lose track. Any brother group, I lose track of one <laughs> yeah. of them. Yeah, but there's the really really old, like the oldest Neville brother is on the is on the organ, and he's got a cane, and he's super old. Nice. And then there's the other crazy one who I, who's who's probably the next oldest. And he's playing all the percussion, like the Congo, <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. else. And he's just going crazy. He's my favorite. He's my favorite for sure. And they had a seven-string bass player, who was, who was I don't believe was related to the Neville Brothers, but he had a seven-string <laughs> bass. And he's going crazy. But I, lo- was, I love the seven-string bass. Oh, yeah. By the way, there's a, like <laughs> four is not enough. Four is not don't enough. Need a six-string because the yeah. guitar has six. You can do that with a guitar. Yeah, right. <laughs> Give me seven. Show me seven. Yeah. How far can I push this thing? Yeah. These strings go what, to seven. One, one more string, and you'd have two bass guitars there, yeah, sir. Yeah, exactly. You know? You could have... <laughs> I saw a nine-string bass once, by the way. How dare they? That's just... Honestly, It's like a harpsichord on it with cool. giant strings. I don't even know. <laughs> but um, the show is great. Dr. Uh, Dr. John did not play um, Ico Ico, mm-hmm. if you're familiar with that song. Oh, yeah. But the Neville Brothers did. Interesting. Pretty cool. They, uh, they also did another cover, which I can't remember, so this is a terrible story. But, okay. Uh, I remember enjoying it a lot. Good. Well, we'll edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the show finally ended, and I was kind of disappointed that uh, Dr. John never came out to do, like, an encore with everybody. Sure. Aaron Neville went out to play with them for one song, but they never did, like, a 
full out jam. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah. a yeah. Doctor John opened too, which yeah. which um just fine. But, yeah, you know that's that you know that's that's a co-headline tour. I'd say yeah. they probably they probably trade nights. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Uh, maybe whatever. Doesn't yeah, matter. whatever. Doesn't matter. But um, we there was a Red Sox game going on, and it was totally like shitty raining out or whatever. Yeah, and um, we it finally ended, and we go outside, and I was wondering, you know, I wonder who won or whatever. Right. And or I'm like, oh, did it get rained out? You know, what's going on? So we're walking past the the stadium, and there's the drunk people just around, you know, Red Sox gear. Clearly, mm-hmm. you know, we're either at the game or probably watch the game and whatever nearby. Right. And I'm about to ask somebody, and all of a sudden I hear, like, the crowd roar from inside the stadium. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Holy shit. And and then, like, applause, and then, um, you know, Dirty Water comes on. Oh, okay, so that like, answers that question, like, I all suppose. Right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I know what that means. Like, right. And then people are walking out. So uh, we literally walked out for Papelbaum throwing two strikes to like, or the last strike yeah, to win the game, whatever right. it was. And uh, it was pretty crazy. Nice. Then, so now it's like a clusterfuck. Right, yeah. So everything got out at the exact same moment. Yeah. It's funny, though, because uh, Irene's parents were coming up, and I and I was positive there wasn't a game that day. Right. And I'm like, oh, no, there's not no, a game. No, no, no. We'll be good. We'll, let's get some food. You know, I'll buy you guys dinner. We'll go down there. And, you know, we were going to go to the uh, Beer Works because it's pretty close, whatever. It's a nice place. So we drive. We drove down to Fenway. We're like, this yeah. is whatever. We actually find a spot on a little side street, like past the movie theater. I'm impressed. Hoping not, I'm not hoping not giving away my secret spot. I think you just did, you know. But I'm also as we're driving down, I notice like you know thirty dollars Fenway parking, and I'm like, that's weird. There's a little odd for there. an off yeah. day, yeah. Because I'm like, oh, there's going to be meters, but it's going to say you know you can only park here right two hours after the game. We'll be fine. There's no game. It's fine. It's not game fine. Day. Fine. But we finally get out, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. So we, we, I apparently made a mistake. Yeah, I misjudged this. <laughs> So, you know, we go to Beard Works, and there's a line out the door, you know, and yeah. down the street to the next parking lot. Right. So I'm like, huh. It, no matter where we go around here, it doesn't matter. There's going yeah, to be a you're, line. You're not going to get in. Find the one empty restaurant. Yeah. So yeah. we actually we went to uh, we went to the Lower Depths. Oh, nice. Which um, I well, I wasn't trying to. We were, we were either going to go there or Beard Works because I'm like, these places are good. But right. I was going to buy dinner, and I'm like, Lower Depths is cash only. So if you want to go there, that's fine. But I uh, give me a heads up because I need to yeah. have cash. I don't have a party of four. Wad know? of hundreds in the back pocket. Yeah. You can just roll off a couple. Uh, we ended up going there, and it's funny because it was also fairly packed, but not yeah. packed. But there was, you know, there wasn't a table. We had to sit outside. Yeah, and it's probably gonna rain. A little dicey know, weather. Whatever, so, and the worst part was there's two groups of two people just sitting drinking at a table for four. Oh, good. So Irene's having a conniption about it, oh, and I'm just like, God. like it's a it's a valid point, but I'm not going to tell them to move, I, you know. I don't know anyone who gets angrier at any any inconvenience in a restaurant setting, and Irene absolutely loses her mind. I don't know a perfect, a normally a pretty rational person, but when when, uh, when there, there's when there's food service involved, all that goes right out the window. She had some good points though, because there was several table of twos, or or all sorts of bar space. Yeah, and these two guys are just drinking beers, sitting at this round table for four, and we're sitting there like, I guess we'll go outside since there's no tables available, <laughs> and it's you know it's raining shitty out, so whatever. We actually we ended up it, it 
drizzled, whatever. We had umbrellas. It was fine. Fine. Food was pretty fine. Good. But uh, <laughs> I actually had. Uh, it's funny how I told that story completely in reverse direction, but because that's where we started the whole night. But you just blew my mind. I was going to move back out into beer actually because I had. I wasn't the, paying uh, attention. This is going to be the beer episode, I guess. Good. I had the uh, harpoon. This will be the beer episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had the harpoon. Um, I think it's the, I don't know if it's a hundred barrel series, but the the Saison they made. Oh, the Leviathan series, the Saison right. Royale. Yeah, yes, very tasty, very tasty. Beer. I liked it. It's a good beer. And here, actually, here's something that um, that actually Irene wanted to call you up about that same day. Oh yeah. So, um, guy comes in. There's a. It's funny. There's a big group of like nine or ten people that came in after okay. us to sit, and they sat outside too. Okay. And it's like tiny tables, so they tried to like get chairs and sit around. And sure, funny. but a, a party of nine crowded around a table for four. It's had, always a had, good time. They, yeah. they pulled out like two of the little round tables that really we were at one round table with four. Yeah. Of us it's a little tight. Yeah, they had nine, whatever. But the guy ordered, um, he ordered a pilsner, mm-hmm. and I can't remember specifically which one it was. Okay, but it was you know it was like a Brooklyn pilsner or uh, actually. Was What's something American the, uh, though? It was an American Pilsner, but I wish I could remember what it was because whatever it was, Irene got the same exact beer because she likes it. I yep. think it it might have been one from one of those. Um, oh, the was it? Who makes Green Flash? I don't know. What, I don't remember what it was. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It might have been from somewhere out west, actually. But um, actually, no. It was the it was it was the Prima Pills. Who makes the Prima Victory. Pills? Victory. Victory. Is that out west? Or am I making that up? Is Pennsylvania. That Pennsylvania. Yeah. Same West thing. of here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Maybe. it was a Prima Pils, which is, which is a delicious beer. It's a very good beer. So the guy gets it, and uh, he he takes a sip and whatever, and, the, and he's, he's looking at it, whatever, and the, the, the mm-hmm. waiter comes back, and he goes, he goes, um, I don't think I got the right beer. The, uh, I ordered a Pilsner. This is hoppy. And yeah. so the guy, the guy looks at him. It's funny because it's, it's, it's the same guy that I always see there who mm-hmm. – He's a super cool guy. He's always right. there. He knows his shit and whatever. He'll right. recommend whatever you want. He knows what he's talking about. So he goes, okay. So he he, he brings it back. Sure. To, and, and it's funny because at this point, I had seen this and I went to go to the bathroom. And I see him storm through the doors because the bathroom's right <laughs> next to the kitchen. What the fuck? <laughs> and so he comes back out. And I didn't – this is Irene actually told me after the fact. But I guess, I guess the guy comes back and he goes, uh, sir, no, this is the yeah. this is the Prima Pilsner. That's what it tastes like. Right. And he hands it to him, and he walks away. Yeah, and Irene wanted to be like, wanted to be like under her breath, she's uttering like, you know, I'm, it, it's too bad you drink shitty Miller Lite Pilsners, yeah. and you don't know what a right. Pilsner actually tastes like. Well, Vic- Victory's Prima Pils is an especially hoppy Pilsner. Yeah, but yeah. it they are especially hoppy beers. That's yeah, it's it's, it's, it's not like to it. yeah, no, it's a it real do- Pilsner. Right, it doesn't taste like at a, a West Coast American IPA where you know it tastes like weed and grapefruits, yeah. but it's got that really crisp dry european hop flavor to it but the guys it might have been the prima pills but whatever it was it's not his you know, yeah. shitty domestic candy right. or pills right. you know pilsner or kale or anything like right that. but uh it was pretty funny though she thought she would appreciate yeah. that the bartender there's, was like nope that you got what you ordered there's also a lot of things for people you know people who don't drink craft beer or even people who are just getting into craft beer to interpret you know that intensity of flavor as oh this is really hoppy because most a lot of most people associate hops with what being what beer tastes like because yeah. we don't 
you know make anything else out of hops really in this country yeah uh, nothing i would think no no well no, <laughs> like toothpaste at Whole Foods, and yeah, like yeah. nothing most no, people. Would yeah, do. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> nothing that nothing that will actually do what it's supposed to do. No, natural. no, no, definitely not. But uh, yeah, Lord is good stuff. Lord Epps is good stuff. Anyway, I, f- I forget what the point of that story was, but I think uh, I think we're there. Yeah, I think, I think we found <laughs> it. <laughs> You, you like beer, I like beer, and we thought you would like the fact that the waiter was like, screw you, you don't know no, what good beer is. Uh, and, that's what you ordered. And that's what you got. Because you like bad beer, and you had a good beer. And I can like. see even if this guy, giving this guy the benefit of the doubt, I could see if he loves the classic, uh, you know, German, Austrian Pilsners, getting a victory Prima Pils and being like, whoa. You know, but. True. Yeah, True. that's. That's still it it's still odd to send it back. Yeah. Be like, this isn't the right beer. This is this can't be right. You have no idea. There's, there's too much flavor here. Yeah. This yeah. is a delicious beer. I ordered something watered down. <laughs> I ordered swill, thank you very much. Did you take this in the back room and spit in it several yeah. times for me, sir? <laughs> please. Please do. But uh So I uh so I... Go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What do you got for us, Pat? What do you got? Uh, not much. Just, uh, you know, speaking of, uh, you know, the I'm back in the retail game now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, part of the reason I'm in the retail game is my love of awkward situations. And, that, <laughs> you know, your, your, uh, your guy returning the beer store reminds me of just I got there's some re- really good ones been coming to mind lately. Or today, I actually, um, <laughs> I, I faked speaking Italian today. This actually happened today. This isn't like a, uh, like, bibbidi bobbidi boo. Did you grow yeah. up with a stash and you just, uh, use hand gestures a lot? Of- Basically, yes. I, I'm, I'm finding out that, uh, I, I, I apparently can speak Italian. <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty easy language. It's pretty easy. Spaghetti. Yeah. No, but it was it was a lot like your your beer going back story. The uh, I was at the at the shop and the little Italian uh, old old Italian couple came in and uh, they were like, looking around and uh, the the guy finds me and says, oh, you know, gives me one the one finger up scusi, in the air. Scusi, 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 uh, fortissimo. Ah, fortissimo! <laughs> Without even thinking, like like a total jackass, I start talking like Mario just because he said fortissimo with an accent. If if anyone else, is, oh yeah, fortissimo, it's over there. Yeah, <laughs> ah, fortissimo. Yeah, <laughs> I go over here and I show it to him. He gets the friggin' you know five gallon jug of what you know whatever. And the, uh, you know, the 20, 30-something kids, you know, are running around grabbing, you know, cases of Heineken and Amstel and whatever. And, uh, pause for editing. (laughs) And one of them comes over to me and she's like, oh, signore. I'm like, uh, see? Uh, wine with... With gas. No, not with gas. Uh, fritze. Uh, 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 Blanco fritze. Whenever, you know, I, I do a little, you know, little, little like fake Spanish and everything when <laughs> when those guys come in, you know, like, oh, no, 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 I say, I don't say, hey, uh, hasta luego. Um, 
<laughs> vino, vino blanco con frizze. So I say, I say it back to her. Vino blanco con frizze. Oh, oh, con frizze. Oh, champagne. Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, no, no, spumante, no, tu seco, oh, prosecco. <laughs> brute, brute, brute. Brute, brute. Bellissima. <laughs> Bellissima. <laughs> Ciao, bella. <laughs> what is that uh, SNL skit? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's it. It's that. That's it. <laughs> bellissima. <laughs> Another drink for bellissima. <laughs> and so they, <laughs> got, they got stocked up. And they're... If if you do, they pl- it, do they pay in liras or euros or something. Oh, I wish. If if you do the fake, if you do like the half-ass Spanish or apparently the fake Italian, which I I'll be using from now on because it works. Uh, You're fluent. I, I know, right? If you do the half-ass Spanish, the, they're your best friend. That that person is oh, like yeah. if you, if you're trying to be like trying to help them out. They absolutely, it, you know, it, it's like you just bent over backwards when really it was like, uh, C, you know, instead of just saying yes. Like, and ever, everyone can count in Spanish from Sesame Street, and that's all you need to do yeah. in retail. Sure, yeah. That's yeah. See. Sure. Cerveza. Cerveza. Seis or doce? Oh, doce. Okay, yeah. Great. I frío? Oh, si, sí, I frío. No, mucho, mucho. no, I frío. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know where I was Moretti, going with that. Moretti, Moretti. Yeah, see, now, that's the other thing. When I get, you get into, like, the accents. Uh, like, I, I, I get into accents when I'm, like, even, like, stocking Italian wine. Like, you talk about the... Because you can't, you try and, you try and say the things remotely correctly. Yeah. And it, it sounds... It, it, it sounds um, ridiculous if you're, uh, oh yeah, you know, I've got a, um, a nice red wine over here from Languedoc, and uh, <laughs> you know, so you need to you need to get into that, and you, uh, it's a fine line between being a total douche and just doing a fake accent here and there. <laughs> sure is. I try try an error on the. Oh uh, man, I I have to call foreign countries all the time at work <laughs> yeah and it's just ridiculous because you must have to be fairly serious kind of because i yeah. they, they look they can see my face so they know i'm obviously a <laughs> jackass <laughs> i can say do you speak english in so many languages right well not the english that's how you have to end that question every time uh-huh. <laughs> maybe a little usted habla inglés yeah, no, that's about it, though. I, 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 and, and it's great because, like, they obviously do. They all do. Everybody right. I've ever talked to does, and they speak it better than I do. Yes, English, sir. English, that is. Yes, I do speak English. And it's funny, but the best part is what I call, like, China or something, and I get the the Chinese guy either that, you know, speaks broken English and it's terrible, but his name is, like, Steve. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, oh, I'm, and I'm sorry, what's your name? And he's like, Steve. I'm, I'm George. <laughs> right. Well, it's like in Spanish class when they're like, Nacho Gator. Which like... <laughs> it was Diego in Spanish class. Yeah, Thank see, you there much. you go. But then you get the guy that uh, speaks in an Irish accent because he learned English yeah. in Ireland. <laughs> oh, that's got to be a trip. Yeah. Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's great. Topple the morning to you, but in Chinese, broken English, 
craziness. That's fantastic. Or Australian accents. That's creepy, too. Because that's even closer to, like, Japan. You, you know, you get some people yeah. with the Australian accent, with the broken English That's Chinese a trippy thing. one. Yeah. yeah. You don't see that coming, really. It's, yeah. It's weird. But, uh, yeah. That's I can't a imagine. One. A friend of mine was saying how they had a friend who um, learned. They, went, they studied abroad in Australia, but they took a French class. So okay. they learned French from an Australian, from an Australian. professor. Okay. So they spoke French with an Australian accent, but sp- speaking English as a native language from, you know, Boston. So they're dropping <laughs> yeah. their R's yeah, and, right? you know, and, and, and speaking in, in <laughs> French, but, you know, saying good day, mate, and whatnot. Right. And throw another shrimp on the Barbie and whatnot. But that's, that's just bizarre. Language is crazy. I always wonder... You know, not to get too serious, but, you know, uh, if, hey, if we, you, let's if, get serious. Gator. If you speak another language, like as a second language, mm-hmm. like in your head, what do you hear? You know, do you, mm. do you think to yourself, you know, like you're having a conversation, you're trying to think why you can respond or whatever. Do you yeah. think in that language? Do you think in your native language? You know, or, what? you know, if you speak several languages, you know, how does that, how does that work for you? What do you do? No, I absolutely not. And uh, I think I asked somebody once, and they uh, I don't remember what they said. So it's uh, okay. another bad story coming Okay, later, good, I, yeah. good, good. But uh, I always remember when I went to Spain, I would try in my head think of the response or, like, words I would need in the conversation. <laughs> just, ha- just have them on deck. Yeah, yeah, just in case, you know. Just in just case. Just in case I need to come up with something. You and never then, know. And then they spoke English, and you know, never, nothing happened. Or they spoke Catalan, and it's not even close to any language you've ever heard of. <laughs> what the fuck is that? How dare they? <laughs> they speak in Barcelona. It's like, it's like, it's like French, There's three Spanish, Q's and an X in that right? word. It like, what the? Make any sense. <laughs> Crazy talk. So for all you bilingual people out there, yeah. you, can, uh, you can send your tweets to, yeah, tweet uh, to, to at Pat and Gator. <laughs> at Pat and Gator. You know, send us an email, patandgator at gmail.com. Yeah comments on the website that we might update we might update so we're working on version 2.0 but we're Did not we, quite there yet i'm trying to think of what the last update i think was um acdc do we ever podcast about acdc i think we did briefly if we we mentioned the fact that we were going yeah. to talk about acdc um we, we got to get that's another scheduling yeah, conflict that it's yeah, a scheduling conflict still we're gonna get that figured out you know what uh, language story this reminds me of? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. This is one of those stories I'll, I'll never forget for the rest of my life. It's completely just a stupid anecdote. Um, Pavel Bure. Yeah. It absolutely blows my mind. He was playing junior hockey in either the U.S. or Canada or whatever. He's from Russia. or he's che- I think he's Czech, actually. But whatever. He doesn't speak English. I know, you know the story, yeah. but, but please, please tell it. Well, for, for the listeners. Oh, yeah. Doesn't speak a word of English. So him, he's 18, and uh, so him and his roommate play hockey all day, and they go home and turn on American TV and watch Full House because yep. yep. it's a fabulous show. And sure <laughs> is. They, the, so they, that's how they, like, they picked up English by watching American TV, and their favorite show is Full House. Fast forward down the line. <laughs> Pavel is now in the NHL. He speaks English. Speaks English now. <laughs> Based on, yeah. And <laughs> somehow happens across. He's, he's got a Kimmy Gibbler accent, though. Which yeah, about. weird, yeah. <laughs> he only talks in Bob Saget one-liners. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that would, that would explain 
how he bumps into the actress who plays Stephanie. Yeah. On Full House. <laughs> and apparently seduces and later marries her. Yeah. yeah. Weird. <laughs> They're Weird. happily married. <laughs> oh, man. How she, big a mind fuck is that? She has – she must have his – kid then she got married and yeah she went to chapman university where um where christina yeah used to go and that's crazy though that's just insane from russia how bizarre is that full house stephanie tanner his first english of, words were a uh, cut it out I think, right that, exactly I had going for him well you know think of like just think about fucking someone that you saw on tv that taught you English indirectly. Yeah. Well, that, that you only know from being on TV, and then you bump into them, like, so, like 10 years 10 later. 10 years later. When, <laughs> when, yeah. Like. When you both have age. Right. Right. It's like if, if like, Soleil Moonfry was at our house one weekend, and then Gator <laughs> fucked her. Like, 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 that's insane. Oh, man. Who, who, who can I watch and learn Spanish from? Dora <laughs> oh, the no. Explorer? That's a bad example. I thought. I, I like where your head's at. <laughs> She's growing up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> she got like all redrawn and shit, something like that. Like she's like a. I, I'm not even. I couldn't ahead. possibly care less. <laughs> I, I'm very sure. sincere when I say that. Oh man. Um. What were we talking about? <laughs> I thought I thought the story you were gonna say was gonna start with um, who wants sex Matumbo? Oh. That's another good linguistic well, story. <laughs> you just ended the story. So <laughs> that's the punchline. That's man. it. Uh, that's basically is... all you need to know. It's like Jeopardy. Uh, yeah. Right there. What that is, was Dikembe's is... first phrase. What is, is Dikembe's first phrase in English? Oh, speaking, of, speaking of Jeopardy, I um, was recently in Illinois and um, just watching TV in my basement. Nice. I guess that part of the story is irrelevant, <laughs> really, but anyway. You're painting a picture for the listeners. Well, it's actually it's theater kinda, of the mind. <laughs> with my mom, you know, yep. just hanging out. Okay. Um, had some pretzel twists. What color are the drapes? Butter ones. Uh, there's no drapes. It's a basement. Oh, it's a basement, there's right. barely any windows. Okay. See, uh, I need to pay better attention. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's funny. Well, it's kind of funny. Finished basement? Uh, carpeted? Yeah. Oh, it's nice. Wall to wall? Yeah. No, okay. it's completely finished. Track lighting? Uh, there's a there's a there's a big TV which is kind of funny because okay. you know it's like an HD whatever about forty six fifty I don't know whatever it is doesn't sure um, but the Jeopardy we put on is circa nineteen seventy two like that's I don't know fantastic. when Jeopardy started but whenever it started <laughs> that's the episode we're this watching. is the pilot of Jeopardy that you're watching <laughs> it's it actually was the first tournament of champions Ooh. so whenever that I, or I I believe it was the first it had to have been the first sure. Because because there's uh, Alex Trebek with his you know flowing black locks and giant mustache, <laughs> <laughs> so that uh, clearly Trebek just has maybe a hint of salt and pepper going on in the set. You know that, and it's you know it's the old dollar amounts, one hundred to five hundred. Oh yeah, it's the TV screens. It's like it's it's basically if you've ever been to the garden, it's the Zenith TVs <laughs> that they show, <laughs> but it's it's like a whole row of them, you know, yeah. like the Jeopardy yeah. ones, and um. Everybody's so polite and dressed really nicely. So it's clearly, it's clearly old. And Alex Trebek sounds like an auctioneer because he's explaining everything because it's like people have never heard of the show or yeah. played it before, so they don't know what's oh, going on. 
You give us the answers. We ask you the questions. <laughs> so it's like it's like he's got to explain. Like here's the answer. You know, see if you can get the question. You know, and it's yeah. just like, and he's saying, and you answered correctly in in the third round in the first. You know, so you lead off in this round, and here it go. Here's the question: hundred dollars in this category. And meticulously the going is, over the rules. And he's, like, he says it and says, and he like doesn't stop talking the entire time. And then he actually he he pauses. You know, pregnant pause to tell them if they're right or not. Like, it's just weird. I don't even – it's just crazy. But it's funny because it's also on this big TV, but it's so old that it's, like, grainy. Right. And the colors are off. It looks like it's 16-millimeter yeah, footage. <laughs> there's giant bars on either side yeah. of the screen because it's not in HD. But but then it cuts to Alex Trebek, uh, present day, no oh, mustache, God. you know, really old, in HD, explaining – That's got to give you whiplash. That these are, you know – we're turning back the clock on these episodes, and here it is from 19-whatever. This is this episode. This is classic Jeopardy. Yeah, and then, and then it goes to that, and it does the questions, and then it goes back, and it's him again. And then full screen, you know, HD, everything's beautiful. And then it goes back to the Zenith TVs. And... The HD to regular D, <laughs> that is oh, yeah. jarring. It's crazy. It's crazy. But uh, it was a good show. <laughs> An ultra back to young Trebek? <laughs> now that is jarring. That's a that's a twofer. It, it certainly is. It certainly is. But uh, so that's what I did a lot uh, when I was in Chicago or Naperville, Illinois. Naperville, Illinois. But uh, I got a lot of stories from there. It's a fine city. But um, I think we got at least pause for a beer break. Maybe uh, we, we are out of beer. Going, yeah, we've been going pretty long here. Sounds good. At any uh, rate, we will talk to you next time. Yeah. Here on Pat and Gator presents. Yeah, check us out on iTunes. We'll be up there or at uh, patentgator.blogspot.com. And uh, you know where we are. We're, you're here already. <laughs> yeah, you're here already. Yeah, you, you, know. came, you came this far. <laughs>